In this episode, I'm going to teach you three steps to start reducing your conflict in your relationship. Welcome to the Dr. Wyatt Show, where developing a long-lasting, happy relationship is the status symbol to achieve, and following my tools is a path to help get you there. I'm your host, Dr. Wyatt Fisher, a licensed psychologist specializing in couples counseling. Be sure to call me on the podcast Wednesdays and Thursdays from 4 to 5 p.m. Mountain Standard Time with your questions. You can reach me at 303-578-0618. And be sure to follow me on social at Dr. Wyatt Fisher. You want to help couples, you want good pay, and you want a flexible schedule, but how do you become a relationship coach? Where do you begin? The solution is my FRCA Coaching Academy. My FRCA program is accredited by the ICF, and it's very unique. It's the only program led by a licensed psychologist, the only program offering practicum real-world experience, the only program that's live training over 12 weeks, and the only program that's going to teach you how to start your business and generate referrals. So if you've ever dreamt of making an impact with couples, of lowering the divorce rate, now is your opportunity. My next cohort for FRCA is starting February 8th, and I would love to see you in it. Click the link in the show notes to learn more or go to my website, drwyattfisher.com and click on Relationship Coach Certification. So the causes of conflicts are many and couples are almost always having conflicts. It's one of the the grinds. It's one of the downsides of being in a long-term relationship is conflicts. It's inevitable. You got two imperfect people living side by side, day in and day out. Inevitably, conflicts are going to happen. Sparks are going to happen. There's a lot of reasons why couples have conflicts, and today I'm going to narrow in on one of those reasons. And one of those reasons is because of differences in expectations. Most of us have expectations around all sorts of things. How often should we be having intimacy? That's an expectation. How often should we be connecting emotionally? What should that look like? That's an expectation. How are we supposed to be parenting together? How are we supposed to be managing our money? Those are expectations. All people have expectations. Some expectations are high. Some expectations are low. Some expectations are spoken, but most are not spoken. And that's what causes conflicts. A lot of the time when you unpack friction and conflict, it's because each partner had different expectations of the scenario and they weren't communicating about it and that caused a fight. So let's go through three steps on how you can reduce your fighting this week with expectations. Number one is you have to clarify expectations. The next time you're in a scenario with your partner, when you start thinking, this is how this should look, or this is what I hope is going to happen, or this is what should happen. Whenever you start thinking about how you think something should play out, that's an expectation. That needs to be clarified. That needs to be communicated. That needs to be expressed to your partner, and they need to express their expectation to you because you can't read their mind. They can't read your mind. So the first step to reduce fighting in your relationship around expectations is to clarify the expectations. Talk about your expectations. Express your expectations, and your partner needs to do the same. Number two is strike a compromise. Inevitably, when you and your partner start expressing your expectations, they're not going to be the same expectations. One partner thinks X should happen. Their partner thinks Y should happen. So you have these different expectations. 
So the second goal here, the second step to reduce conflict and fighting is we need to learn to accept each other's position, not judge it. And then we need to talk about a compromise. What's a middle ground between where you're landing on your expectation and where I'm landing on my expectation? The trap for a lot of couples is they judge where their partner is landing on the topic. They judge their partner's expectation. They try to talk their partner out of that expectation. That's never going to work. Your partner feels the way that they feel and it's deep-rooted. You're not going to change the way they feel. You're not going to change their mind. So don't even go down that path. Don't judge your partner's expectation and don't try to talk them out of their expectation or their feelings on the topic. It's not going to happen. And instead, that's going to cause a conflict. So instead, when you're flushing through your expectations, you're flushing through your partner's expectations, don't judge each other's expectations and don't criticize each other. Don't try to talk each other out of those expectations, but instead accept those expectations. Just like you want your partner to accept your expectations. So the goal is how do we meet in the middle? How do we take some of what you're looking for with your expectations, some of what I'm looking for with my expectations, and how do we compromise? How do we meet in the middle? That's step number two, is you strike a compromise on both of your expectations. Number three is you implement the compromise. This is actually the fun part because now you're unified. Now you're operating as a team. Now you're operating together as a unit because we've already expressed our expectations, we've struck a compromise, so now we're on the same page. Now we can present as a unified front to our kids. Now we can operate under the same value system or the same expectations as a couple. This is where you're gonna implement your compromise on your expectations. This is where you're going to play it out. This is where you're going to practice it. This is where you're going to make it happen. This is where you get to operate as a team. So let me give you some examples of how this looks in real life. So recently, my wife and I took a trip to the mountains. We took our two daughters with us, and this year we decided not to spend any money on presents and instead spend that money on experiences. So we went up to the mountains and we had two tension areas, my wife and I, because we did not clarify our expectations. So the first tension that happened is my expectation going up there is that our daughters would not be on tech at night because that was our time as a family to hang out together, eat dinner, watch a movie together. And I didn't want to look over and see my daughters on their devices because then for me, it would feel like they're not really engaging. They're not really participating in the family event. And that's why we were there was to have fun as a family. My wife's expectation was that they should be allowed to be on their tech. It doesn't matter if they're on their tech or not. What matters is that we're just here together having a shared experience, whether they're on their devices or not. And so we both had these different expectations and we made the mistake of not sharing those expectations, not compromising on those expectations. So therefore what happened was I started following through with my expectation of gathering our daughter's devices and then my wife was not on board. She got frustrated that I wanted to take the devices. I got frustrated that she wasn't willing to take the devices. And what was the root of all this? We did not share our expectations. We didn't compromise on our expectations. And therefore, we did not present as a unified front to our daughters. We were at odds with each other. So it created some friction in the midst of this mini vacation that was supposed to be pleasant 
and enjoyable for us as a family. And then it happened again the morning we were to leave. So the plan was we were going to leave early because our daughters had school. So we are going to leave first thing Monday morning and then drive about an hour and a half to get our daughters to school. My expectation was that we are going to leave early enough to get them to school on time. My wife's expectation was let's leave early, but it's not that big a deal if they're late. We'll get there when we get there. So again, we made the mistake that we did not openly communicate about our different expectations. We thought we were on the same page, but we didn't clarify. We didn't say to one another, hey, this is my expectation of what Monday morning is going to look like. What's your expectation? We didn't explicitly clarify and express our expectations. And because of that, it created friction because we weren't on the same page. We didn't express our expectation and we did not compromise on that expectation. Therefore, I was the one rushing around and hurrying everybody and trying to push us all out the door because my expectation was we need to get them to school on time. My wife was more relaxed, laissez-faire, we'll get there when we get there. So I got frustrated that she wasn't moving faster. She got frustrated that I was rushing everybody. And it's because we had different expectations of how that morning was supposed to look. So that's another example of how we didn't clarify those expectations. Therefore, we didn't compromise on those expectations. Therefore, we were not operating as a unified front and it caused friction in our marriage. So how often does this happen to you? How often do you and your partner go into situations where you each have different expectations, but you're not talking about it? You're not clarifying. Therefore, you're not compromising. Therefore, you're not implementing. You're not operating as a unit. It happens all the time. So I want to encourage you, this upcoming week, look for moments when you have expectations. It could be your day-to-day -day routine where you have expectations. It definitely happens in new situations where you probably have expectations. And intentionally practice communicating around that, talking about it, and compromising so that you can operate as a team with your partner and avoid fights and conflict. So those are three steps to help you fight less. Number one is clarifying your expectations. Number two, it's striking a compromise. And number three is implementing the compromise. Thank you for listening to the Dr. Wyatt Show podcast. You can watch it on YouTube or listen to it wherever you get your podcasts. If you enjoyed the episode today, be sure to share it with one other person to pay it forward. And remember, don't get a better partner, become a better partner. Take care.